1: Yannick Silver on the line, and uh, today we're actually going to talk about uh, you know high-level groups because that's kind of what me and Yannick uh, do, uh, high-level networking groups, and he does adventure trips, I do Genius Network, he has a group called Maverick Business Adventures. So first off, Yannick, um, where are you right now, and let's give the uh,
0: listeners a little bit of context around uh, what we're going to talk about today. All right, cool. Hey, Jeff. Uh, I'm home, uh, which is nice. So hanging out here with, uh, with, with the kids. They're about to get home from camp. And uh, so you, you mentioned Maverick. Um, and, you know, you and I are both very fond of, of high-level groups. And I kind of – I look at it as, you know, my role has almost like become to connect the connectors. And my wife, Missy, gives me a hard time because I always say to instigate the instigators or to catalyze the catalysts or – you know, I could go on and on like that, but, it, it, you know, I feel like you have, you do I have a lot of similar aspects there, but then there's also some, some interesting key differences because we do it in slightly different ways. Um, right. How did you, uh, how did you get started with, you know, your high level, you know, right now the 25K group, the Genius Network, it used to be, was it something else before? Well, you know, where it kind of started and, you know, even you, what you
1: just asked made me think that we should even kind of give a background for someone that is not totally familiar with either one of us or, because I'm going to certainly share this with my audience, I know you're going to share it with yours, and me and, you know, Yannick have done a lot of things together. We, you know, uh, from the Necker Island trips, which we'll, we'll talk about with, on Richard Branson's Island to all kinds of stuff, but, you know, I got started um, really doing coaching and group coaching, probably my first uh, official group where it was on a, a regular ongoing basis where it was beyond just selling people. Um, information products, knowledge products, and doing seminars where it became
0: true—you
1: know—coaching and in discussion groups and masterminds was back in 1998 uh, via teleconference where we did it over the phone. And then, you know, uh, back in 2001, I launched a $10,000 person group for uh, professional carpet and upholstery cleaners and people in the fire and water restoration industry, which is the industry that I came out of, and it was called Platinum, and people would. Meet you know four times uh, a year, um, a day at a time, and it was you know ten thousand dollars a person, and you know we had all kinds of contests and things. Uh, but you know it got me thinking, Yannick, that the similarity between me and you, me and you have known each other since the mid nineties, maybe even early nineties, and we were uh, we kind of came from the same school of um, you know Gary Halbert, direct response, uh, you know Jay Abraham, Dan Kennedy, that sort of world, selling you know information and training in. Niches, um, and, and it basically was first initially just teaching people how to use uh, powerful direct response, and then you really gravitated towards the internet. But you know, I'll just say for myself, and then I want to pass it over to you. Uh, I started out as a Debro carpet cleaner, living off credit cards. I learned marketing because I needed to eat, I needed to survive, and I first initially learned it, never thinking I would run high level groups like I do today, or that I would ever you know train thousands of people. You know, at this point, tens of thousands and now you know I have hundreds of thousands of people that listen to my podcast and things like that uh, from a large mass audience but from a you know coaching group it's you know it's small numbers but it's very high- level people I never thought I'd do any of that stuff I simply needed to learn marketing to survive so I became a convert of my own system I, I created a solution for my own company that never existed and then I started offering that solution to other people and then it ended up turning into, into stuff so that's sort of the short version there's a lot to it but that's kind of how I I planted the, the initial seed. Now, how did that happen for you, Yannick? I mean, kinda go back to when you first started and maybe give some you know, history of how you even came into this world.
0: And then we'll talk so, about the, the groups. Yeah, I mean I guess it it has to go back to, you know, my family actually immigrating from Russia when I was three years old because, you know, that immigrant success mentality really really hit home with me because that's how I grew up and my dad very quickly from coming here, you know, kinda kinda typical immigrant success story, two hundred and fifty six dollars in his pocket, not much use of the English language, but he ended up starting a medical equipment sales and service company and and you know, you pretty much if you are raised around a family business, you pretty much do whatever whatever is necessary and so at 14 i started telemarketing and then 16 the deal was i got a car but i had to go cold calling doctors and so i pretty quickly learned that cold calling sort of sucked and <laughs> it was actually a doctor of mine who gave me a j abraham tape which is kind of cool when i was about 17 and just really turned the lights on for me and i started applying this to my dad's business Screw them from a regional player to a a national player just using these really long form ads and my dad's like nobody's gonna read all this and i'm like oh come on joe let's just try it see what happens Happens and, and so yeah that that worked and then pretty quickly uh, you know where you started with carpet cleaning I started with doctors because that was my the, the market that I was talking to all day long and I, I started with dermatologists I started with plastic surgeons because they wanted more cosmetic patients and so you know I, I used a very similar system like like what you had with carpet cleaners which is giving them marketing results and right. And then that grew into, you know, me creating my own publishing company and getting this itch to start my own thing. And then uh, pretty quickly went onto the internet. And, and so this was 2000 and, and, you know, created my first million dollar product, which is called Instant Sales Letters. And then people were like, well, how did you do that? And maybe you could teach me how to do the same thing. And it just kind of, you know, went from there. And one of my favorite things was running these high level groups for, at that point, we're just online marketers where we get to get together and talk about what was working and and then uh and then it kind of evolved from there and so you know what i find really intriguing is like little hints of of what we should be doing and where we get the most satisfaction and we, where we provide the most value for other people so it's like when you were doing these these groups for for the cleaners charging ten thousand dollars i bet it was probably some of the some of your favorite work some of the you know most lucrative work that you could do but you were also having a tremendous impact on those on those businesses Yeah,
1: totally, and and you know when it's one thing to sell somebody a book, a tape, a course, or a seminar. And I used to say this, and I'm I'm sure you totally live, eat, and breathe this too, is I would tell people that, you know, this seminar, this book, this course, it's going to define the game. It's going to its going to explain what the game is. It's going to show you some, some moves on how to do it. It's going to give you tools and templates. The actual coaching, um, the groups are going to continually and repetitively and consistently teach you how to play the game better. And I always get amazed, and, and sometimes people hear it so much that it becomes kind of overused. It's still true, though. I mean, Can you name any world-class top in their game, in any sports arena, in any sort of, you know, it's usually athletics where the top players do not have a coach. They do not have assistants. They do not have a variety of people that are helping them play the game better. And these are people that are the best in the world. And then you see all kinds of other Business owners that oh I want to be the best carpet cleaner I want to be the best doctor I want to be the best internet marketer I want to be the best whatever and they try to do it alone or they just try to do it through maybe reading a book or something and of course you know a lot of people will say well I, you know I'm kind of I don't do groups I don't go to groups you know I'm already a guru and I, everyone follows me so God forbid I'm going to not join another group and and it's it's that sort of mentality that's always struck me as bizarre because if you if you see the top people on the planet they always have you know people that they will go to to help them you know hone their game and to be better at it and so when i started doing the groups i saw people that were already having success with what i was selling and the moment you know, I organized and facilitated a discussion, you know, and it doesn't sound really sexy. You know, a discussion group, when you actually get together and talk, it just opens up all kinds of doors and and I've always taken these three words there's really four words uh, that I love from my dear friend Dan Sullivan at Strategic Coach uh, which you know you're friends with Dan also um, where you know what what I sell people what we really sell people is we sell people direction confidence capability and clarity so even though you have you know your stuff your training your set of methods strategies processes when people get together in like a Maverick business adventure group of course you you've built it around you know Stuff that you like doing for your lifestyle—that's fun and enjoyable and cool and crazy and wild—but you've actually, you know, molded it into a, you know, a business experience for people that have that same sort of interest. But you have discussions and you have meetings, and in the process of people sitting through those groups, as do I in Genius Network, you know, people walk out of there with more direction, more confidence, more capability, more clarity on where they want to go. And then, of course, you tie it in with, you know, ph- philanthropy and uh, helping young entrepreneurs, and you know, you have whole philosophy, you know, built around your group, but it's, uh, you know, that's what happens when you, you bring like-minded people in a particular area of interest and you put them together and you go deep with it. It's, it's instead of a shallow understanding, there becomes a depth of experience and more is caught than taught you know that's what me and dan sullivan always talk about is you know you can go learn from something you can go hang around you can have a group but you know it's it's one thing about having a speaker someone teaches something but what you catch through just the The camaraderie is, I mean, you can't even even define that until you actually, you know, pay the, you ante up the the, the money and the time and you show up and you do it and then all kinds of interesting things, you know, happen as a
0: result. I always say that, you know, your life changes by by the books or resources, material that you read or study, Mm -hmm. by the people that you meet and the events or experiences that you have. And, you know, so putting yourself in a room with other high achievers is probably one one of the best things you can do I mean you look at uh, industry tycoons from uh, from Ford to to Edison to uh, you know to the sitting president at the time uh, they would all go off and, and actually go have these retreats in, in the middle of the of the woods and that was some of their best discussion and you know those guys are not Firestone was part of it there's like not yeah they probably had lots of things to do at their time but they always found time to go out and, and go not only in join each other's company, but but be challenged by each other. Be, you know, can constantly learning, and also it creates a a really deep, high level network where where you can call on each other for to help with what your biggest mission is, or what, or what you're really trying to do. Uh, right. And you know, it's not it's not something I think that comes. So you know what I think would be really useful with this recording is probably going to be for two people Uh, one is the kind of person who's potentially looking for a group and trying to figure out why they might even be part of a group and then two maybe for someone that wants to start their own group and maybe what you and I have learned about that a little bit
1: Yeah, let me speak to
0: that too because I've, I've thought about that we had
1: a brief discussion about you know the outcome of what we would want for you know this sort of recording when we first initially started talking about doing this because me and you are constantly asked all the time. And I mean, we both get it. What's the difference between Maverick and this? What's the difference? You know, even our own groups, people will compare, you know, what's the difference between Genius Network, which is also called the 25K group, or Maverick? And both of us, you know, here, or what's, you know, why should I join this person's group or that person's group? And there's a lot of people that seem to have different groups. And of course, it, it for one, depends on the interest. So one of it is to, we were like, hey, let's just talk about it. and We'll just, you know, share what we do, how we do it, why we do it, how we got started doing it and, you know, think about it. So that would, of course, appeal to people that are thinking about joining a group, uh, why they should join a group or why they should not, who it's for. And then, of course, um, you know, people that want to do their own, you know, how are these things actually built? And, and, I, and I don't want this to be super serious either. I mean, you know, what people need to realize is that Maverick Business Adventures, I mean, you do some crazy stuff and it's really catered towards like degenerates that have large sums of money, is not mm-hmm. accurate that,
0: that just like well, I'm this totally kidding so by so the way yeah <laughs> <laughs> Ways and shapes and forms it is. It's actually you know kind of started as like scratching my own itch like seven years ago. I looked at my life and and I was making a lot of money online and had a great reputation, great family, but I wasn't totally happy and I knew that you know there there could be something more. And and what made me the happiest was hanging out with really smart individuals, other entrepreneurs, and being engaged by them and and then also working on how do we impact the world in some way and and how do we have some fun. So you know they start off. As just these adventure travel trips combined with business and combined with charity in some way, and now it's kind of morphed into more of a global network, and and the adventure is still a part of it. And it's you know it's it, I, I think each group also takes on a maybe a shadow if they're found there in some way, or um, because you know it's definitely about what what interests me, and that's also one of the good things about creating your own group is you can kind of pick and choose what what gets you excited, and there's going to be other people that that would be excited as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: So I mean. I would say, you know, let's let's go to, um, you know, kind of the beginnings. When, when I first started doing my platinum group, the way that I actually started Genius Network. So if we can fast forward, I you know, I started my marketing company in 1994, started training other carpet and upholstery cleaners how to do what it is that I was doing. And I, um, you know, when you have a solution that the world is desperately needing, but they can't find anywhere, and you can assemble that solution together together and you can provide it to these people that's huge and i you know i did you know large boot camps you know typically anywhere from 400 to 750 people for Fifteen years straight. My very first one I did, first event I did had sixty-two people at it, which was pretty funny at a thousand bucks a pop. And uh, you know, the event I'm doing next month, my Genius Network annual event at ten thousand a person has, you know, currently at the time we're doing this right now, 220, uh, two hundred and two people registered, and we can hold two hundred and twenty, and that will be sold out, and uh, we'll have a waiting list, um, you know. So, which happened last year too. So it's 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 been a huge thing on how things have have transitioned. Uh, but basically I would always tell people at the beginning of my seminars, no one wants to come to a seminar, no one wants to join a coaching group, nobody wants to read a newsletter, watch webinars, listen to teleseminars. None of you I don't I think would want any of that stuff. And people would be like, Well you know, what the hell are you talking about? You we're sitting in a room that we just paid for and you're telling us we don't want this and I would do it purposely to get them thinking and I would say what you really want is you want results but in order to get results you need capabilities in order to get capabilities the best and only way that I know how to train people capabilities is like what we're doing here so you're really here and now some of you of course like like the camaraderie you like to hang out and that's what's kind of cool about what you're doing with Mavericks is you're, you're tying in fun along with business and then it takes a lot of people that typically wouldn't go on a Baja trip or fly an airplane or go shoot machine guns or, you know, all the shenanigans that that you do in Maverick, um, they just probably wouldn't take it upon themselves to organize it or plan it or block out the time to do it because they're busy and they got a lot of work to do but if you can tie it in with meeting other people and getting some work done and you know contributing to some foundation or some you know young startup entrepreneur then it feeds a lot of the psychological elements uh, of those people so when when I started doing the boot camps uh, in these events I saw that people got so much capability and so much growth I was like well let's, let's extend it into Coaching, and then I started doing, you know, the over the phone coaching. We would do monthly tele seminars, and we started seeing fantastic results. And then I got hired by uh, a guy to, uh, you know, help him with his marketing, named Bill Phillips, who wrote a book. You know, way back in 1997 is when he first I first started consulting with him. He had a company called EAS. It was a sports supplement company. Ended up becoming the largest sports supplement company in the world at at the time in a very quick period of time. He had. I invented a product with another doctor called Metrex, uh, and it was a protein powder. And he had hired me to help him with his marketing. And I sat down with him in a day and gave him an idea that generated, you know, five million dollars for him within six months of, or six—I'm sorry, six weeks—with him of first hiring me at four thousand dollars a day is what you know. Actually, is thirty-eight hundred and fifty bucks a day at the time, and, and it was, you know, really just this, he was a great marketer. He had, he was doing about 60 million a year in revenue when he first hired me. And within a two year period, he had generated over 200 million, he was doing 200 million a year, predominantly on many of the ideas and strategies that you were implemented as a result of our you know, consulting because I started consulting with him on a regular basis. And I was seeing these people in these physique transformation contests that had, that subscribed to his magazine, read the materials and listened to the stuff he put out there. And all of this, you know, what's kind of funny about me and you, Yannick, is that we started doing what we're doing before the internet existed. I mean, we were, you know, direct mail guys. I mean, you know, that we were sending out cassette tapes and VHS tapes. I mean, there was no YouTube. There wasn't any of that stuff. So we have, you know, this whole scene, all these different ways. And I saw what happened with these people when when they were given um, uh, rewards, you know, because everything measured improves, everything measured and reported improves exponentially. And so I saw what happens when you install accountability into uh, any sort of training mechanism. And so what I decided to do at the time, I, you know, Dan Kennedy, for the first nine years of my business, wrote all my uh, sales and not all of it, but much of my sales and marketing copy for my seminars and for my hits and I sat down with him at lunch and I said you know I want to start a really high level you know $10,000 person group where I'm going to meet with people in person you know several times a year and I want to give away this Jaguar convertible that Bill Phillips had given me as a gift for helping him you know basically come up with the idea that ended up leading to the book Body for Life which at the time was the you know number one you know fitness book in the world and you know all these physique transformation contests and stuff and Dan was like nah it's too expensive no one's going to pay for it he hated the idea and tried to talk me out of doing it. And, and Dan, of course, was my like you know guru that I would listen to everything that he said almost at the time. And I but I, I did I didn't listen to him. And I was like you know I think I can make this thing work. And so a week later, I literally you know launched this ten thousand dollar a person group uh, and said you know I'm going to do a thing called the better your best contest. That's the name I came up with better your best. And it's for and I'm going to start a group called platinum uh, platinum plus and platinum plus because I had a platinum membership, but this was like now in person, platinum plus. And I, you know, announced it and said, I'm going to, you know, give away the car to the winner. I'm going to have two categories, whoever, you know, systemize your marketing and advertising, or, you know, improve your gross or net profits. And you're going to compare a you know, a three-month period from your current year to a three-month period in the upcoming year, and then we're going to have, it's going to be like a, you know, Mr. and Miss America contest where you're going to not only compete with your results, but then you have to write an essay as to why you deserve to be the winner. And so the winner was going to be called the Piranha Marketing Spokesperson Ambassador to the Industry, and that person would be rewarded with his vehicle. And I only sold three people at the event for 10- tank person giving it away car that cost $80,000. And I, and it, I was going to give away the car in a year, the, ne- the next annual event. And I was like, oh So I, I followed up with a letter to everyone, letting them know we ended up signing up from the letter and the follow-up from the conference. 35 people joined the first year that I launched that. So we had, you know, 350000 in revenue. But I was giving away this car. But I knew there was a starting point. Then all of a sudden, it just skyrocketed. I mean, the results from these people was amazing. And it... it, it, it and I'm, I'm sure you have a similar experience, tell me if, if you don't, that the people that ended up paying me the most money to join my groups were the ones that ended up making the most money. So it's, it's not that they were paying me more money and it was they weren't getting any more results. Their success multiplied dramatically because we met in person. I, I offered a goal that they typically, the average carpet could would not go out and buy themselves a convertible Jaguar. I mean, even if they made a lot of money, it really wasn't within their comfort zone. So year, I gave away a brand new Hummer. The following year, the year after that, I gave away a brand new Corvette. And Over the years, I've given away four Land Rovers, two Mercedes, a uh, Cobra, uh, which was one, you know, uh, one in a contest uh, by Dean Gratnozzi. I gave it to uh, my 25 k member, Peter Diamandis, a trips to Necker Island, because I started doing trips to Necker Island in 2007, and then you know, you started collaborating on that. But I started coming up with all of these contests, and long and now, of course, that that's once it started working, you know, Dan Kennedy started writing about how we created it together, when in reality, he tried to talk me out of the whole damn idea in the beginning. But then once it worked, then all of a sudden, you know, this is a great thing.
0: Um, and then it <laughs> went... right, just saying, it's like, uh, success has many fathers, or... <laughs> You know what? I've actually, I've not heard that, said, but what
1: you just said is so true. What, you know, and again, I look, I, I I love Dan. I mean, he's a brilliant guy. He's made me a shit ton of money. I've even given, Dan still drives a car that I gave him. I gave Dan a, a Ford Explorer just as a gift one day because I wanted to see how he would respond to uh, you know <laughs> someone giving him a gift without like any sort of attachment, like it was a tip for tat thing because I'm pretty much, I, I do my best to be a giver. And I mean, it freaked Dan out. I mean, he's like, well, what do you want? Do you want more access to me? I'm like, no, I made a lot of money from you I just want to you know give you a car and he, he had to think about it before he could even accept my gift uh, but you know yeah once you're successful everyone wants to take credit for it but you know for all all the and, and I'm fine I mean that's you know I've I, Dan helped me innovate so many things that are awesome, and I've always recommended that if you really want to learn direct response, read every book that Dan's ever written, you know, go watch his events, I mean, all that sort of stuff, so, but it it all started with that, and so after I, uh, and I'll I'll shut up here in a moment, uh, Yannick, because I want to not only hear your perspective on it, but hear your version of how, you know, your thing went, and then we'll get up to the modern, current state of how our groups look, Uh, but after I started doing that for a while, the success of my students was amazing i taught this to other information marketers that started using my contest model a lot of them came out of the dan kennedy world and robin robbins was a perfect example she's like the top marketing guru in the world for the it industry and she hired me for two hours of consulting for like six uh, six grand at the time because i was three thousand dollars an hour at the time now i'm like you know 25 grand for half a day if i do consulting at all but i try to talk people out of doing it and i say just join my group it'll be a better use of your money and um she after after the two-hour conversation, she's like, uh, why don't you start a platinum group for information marketers? And I said, well, you know, it's not that I haven't thought about that, but like with anything, it's got to be organized. It's got to be delivered. you got to package it. you got to market it. I, I go, but if I did, what would you recommend I charge for it? She's like, well, I just paid you six grand for two hours, and I got tremendous value out of that. She's like, I would easily pay 25 grand a year for it. Uh, and so I repeated back to her. So if I did something like that, you'd pay 25 grand a year. She goes, absolutely and I would refer other people to the group and I said let me think about it so after that I called up some of my best marketing friends that I would actually call them for advice you know and and I would organize meetings for free I've been doing it for years I would just do these one-off sort of things where I'd have John Carlton come down Brian Tracy Gary Halbert you know all kinds of people would just come down and I was really good at organizing discussion groups and people would always say hey Joe when are you gonna do another one when are you get another one but since I wasn't getting paid for and since it wasn't really formalized, I, there was never like real consistency. So I started calling up a lot of these people and saying, hey, if I consistently do this and we meet, you know, three or four times a year and I charge 25 grand a year for it, would you join? And lo and behold, like almost everyone I talked to said, yeah. You know, I would definitely do that. I've already gotten value out of every time we meet, and so I asked all the people in the beginning to send me a check so that I could show that real, high-level people were truly paying me $25,000 a year to organize this group, and I was just going to do a group with 20 people. That was it. I wasn't going to do any anymore. I was just going to do it for myself, kind of like what you said, Yannick, about how you built Maverick around your own personal interests. I started the first group that way, and I had 20 people. join the first group, Dean Graziosi, Robin Robbins, you know, all these – all these people uh, and you know it it was like, it became my favorite thing. I was like, oh my God, you know, people are paying me money to facilitate these discussions. And I never made it around me as a guru, because I don't want it to be known for Joe Polish marketing guru. That's not my thing. I want the group to be known for the people in the group. And so it it ended up, up becoming like such a huge multiplier for me. And I started seeing the results that people were making, you know, and a guy like Dean, you know, Graziosi, he was, you know, doing 12 to 20 million a year when he joined the group, you know, last year, you know, he did close to 200 million in sales. I mean, the guy's, you know, 10 times his business uh, over that, uh, predominantly from the people he's met, the the learning he's implemented, things like that. And I was like, man, going, wow, this is like an amazing thing. And Genius Network was born. And I charged 25 grand and the members started calling it the 25K Group. I didn't even come up with that name. And and people would, they weren't referring to it as Genius Network. And I was like, well, now I'm, I'm trying to decide if that was a good idea or a bad idea, because now it's kind of broad branded as 25k group. So when I start my 100k group and all that, you know, people are going to be like, what's 25k? Is that the same as Genius Network? So sometimes there's a little bit of confusion, but it's the same thing. But that's pretty much how it started. And here we are, you know, nine years later. And uh, at the time that me and you were doing this, you know, this recording and uh, it's, you know, we got 150 members and uh, all kinds of crazy stuff. And we still meet you know, three times a year, two days at a time, um, you know, 20 to 35 people is, you know, the average size is 30, 35 people at my office, uh, in Arizona. And then once a year we have an annual event. So people come to two meetings a year, two days at a time at my office, and then one annual event where everyone in the group comes together. And if for some reason they can't make any of the dates, I, you know, I do multiple meetings a year, so no one can, they they can start at any time that they want. And, uh, they can, you know, they can, uh, come to, you know, three meetings a year and everyone's always, you know, some people just pay because they want access to the uh, relationships and the contacts. Some people only come to, you know, one or two meetings a year, you know, and I've I've got, you know, all kinds of people in it from Brendan Bouchard to Peter Diamandis to Dan Sullivan and and all of that. One last thing before I shut up, uh, I also have uh, an advantage too, is I've been in strategic coach, uh, Dan Sullivan, who, you know, is a good friend of both of ours uh, and both of us, uh, you know, have been in strategic coach. Um, You know, I've been in the group for 17, years at the time, as of right now, and, you know, Dan's coached more successful entrepreneurs than anyone in the world, and I do a podcast with Dan Sullivan called um, 10xtalk.com, and, you know, so I've sat through many, many coaching meetings, and that has taught me a lot on how to run groups, and Dan is one of my best friends. I mean, there are years where I've spent 30 days in an entire year just with Dan Sullivan, so all of that history comes in how I've my group so that's kind of my thing and there's more I could say but I you know, I don't want to babble all day here now when I look at a guy like you Yannick there's a very similar thing that I see I mean I have, you know me and you have not only, we both have our own seminars and, and events and many that we've done together um, but you've attended a ton of events, you've invested a ton in your own education you've read many books, many courses and you know the amount of money we could ever charge our member to parlay to them what it is we know what it is we've learned other people that we bring together there's no way in hell they could ever for the prices that we both charge for our groups ever assemble what it is that we do for them without spending you know literally hundreds of thousands of dollars that both me and you have done ourselves and so i think there's a lesson in that but i'd love to have you kind of Go through what, how your thing is and how it started because I think that applies to one explaining the group for people that are thinking about joining and then secondly people are thinking about starting their own. It's not just, you know, throw up a, uh, you know, an online video and say, hey, I've got a high level mastermind group. Give me money. I mean, these things, you know, don't just happen
0: overnight. Yeah, there's definitely a clear there's a pathway of doing it and you know it's nice I love how yours is so organic and with Robin she's like you know kind of kind of goading you into it and and then how you know you you accepted the money and then and then contacted some of your friends that you're already doing meetings with and and so the way we got started was uh, I think ours I was trying to go back in my files and just look when the first meeting was that I ran and I've been doing small groups of like 12 to 18 people for several years and I think it goes back to 2005 or six I'm not hundred percent sure but it was it started off at I think fifteen thousand dollars a year and it was just three meetings but it was very selective where we're looking for top online marketers and everyone we're looking for what they kind of brought to the table and, and what they could contribute because the way that we ran it was half your time you, could, you would present something that was that was new exciting in your business that everyone can learn from and then the other half was a Kind of more freewheeling, like brainstorming about a big problem or a big opportunity that you might have in your business, and so they would show up and, and tackle those. And, and Our members were getting yeah tremendous results, just like just like you were talking about. And I loved it. I mean, it was fun. It's what I was really you know, I'm really good at facilitating and and jumping in when when I need to jump in. But it wasn't about me being the guru. Just like just like you said, it was more about me being that that glue and creating the almost like the space um, for all these people to come together because they wouldn't have met each other almost any other way and the very first way that we got this going was I think at one of my seminars I just introduced it and said hey I'm thinking about doing this and you know let me know if anyone wants to wants to join as an application process and then from there there's a bit of follow up inside our list to get to I think our first 12 members and then it was sold out for every year afterwards and we opened up a second group because I wanted to keep that very intimate feel uh, so everyone could get a lot of time, individual time and you know I Love what you've been able to do by, by scaling it out with 150 members right now, and so the way I was currently running it, or at that point, I didn't really see where where it would continue to grow, and then it was also very locked into this this internet only, and you know I realized that that's not. The only place I really wanted to play and, and wanted to work with all sorts of entrepreneurs that were having an impact and doing, you know, that were mission-based and had a meaning to what they were doing. And uh, so, you know, interestingly, you know, if you look back in your history, there's always these little hints, right? So with our mastermind group, I would be running an optional uh, half-day adventure uh, in between the, so the two groups would meet back-to-back. And there was a one-day in between that there's a shared adventure that they could do. We went like power boating one year, I remember we uh we went on a field trip another time and and so kind of like that experience of starting to incorporate it because I really love experience into everything that we do and so you know once again a little glimmer and a little little hint and uh and then you know I had this idea for from maverick business adventures and and so I just kind of put a date out there on the calendar, and I had no idea. This was kind of a, a really different business model of, you know, we're going to put together a trip, and I had no idea about how to do the travel thing in a, in a real way, and I wanted to bring a celebrity guest, and we ended up getting Jesse James our first Baja trip, and we brought like 26 people and, and shared with them a little bit about the vision of what we're trying to build with Maverick and
1: well, and 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 a whole th- lot of them. How could I forget that? Me I mean, you shared a room the whole time. Yeah, well, that was uh, I think that was your... Two, I think that was the second year. Oh, okay. You're talking the first
0: time you did the Baja. Yeah, the very first, first year. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because the one, yeah. the, the one yeah, you had the, the next one. Yeah, he came the second year, too. And, <laughs> um... You know, that was that was really cool. I mean, it was a great just, you know, format, bringing in really awesome entrepreneurs, doing something cool, um, having great business discussions. Uh, we'd also spend some time teaching some of the kids. We were, doing, we're in Mexico. And so it's just bringing in all those three elements that I really love, which is, you know, growing your business, having some fun, and, and then also making a difference in some way, creating an impact. And so then it's morphed over the years where it was, you know, some people are like, well, it's, you know, just the big, a big, fun shindig or whatever and so we're attracting different kinds of people. It's like some were in it for the business, somewhere in it for the impact, somewhere in it for just the fun. And uh and just doing trips by themselves is a really tough kind of business model. And so kinda of went back to more of a little bit of structure where right. we actually had meetings set on the on the calendar and which gives people a great excuse to you know, if you don't have something on your calendar, you're usually not gonna get away from your business and, and kinda of elevate yourself outside of it and get a different perspective. So then we start creating uh, what we're called, we, we've called them 3X retreats, where uh, it's one day of business, one day of some sort of impact, and one day of an experience. And that's worked out really well because there's a structure to it, and, and, and then there are different themes. Like, we'll do story selling, and, you know, we'll have Gary Goldstein from Pretty Woman come and talk about stories, or, like, the world's top spoken word poet come do an exercise with us on spoken word poetry, which is pretty wild. Uh, and, you know, or we'll do one on raving fans and, and bring in, you yeah, just people that, that have all these amazing Raven fans what they're doing and, and, and also tie the experiences into it and then still do the optional, you know, interesting epic excursions like we just got back from Japan or we're going to Machu Picchu this year in September and, and so forth and then the uh, the Necker trip that you and I have done together for several years and, and so that's that's kinda how, how ours has evolved. And we also have an annual summit a little bit different in island uh, setting and just a reason to for everyone to get together.
1: Yeah, you know, and I will say this too. I mean, so if someone's listening in there, you know. I mean, we 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 have someone does they can't even go to my you know annual event. Uh, the, the annual event that I do is the only event I do that people that are not in Genius Network can actually attend uh, to get a taste of it. Uh, and that's the ten thousand dollar person event. And we don't even have people sign up for that if they don't fill out an application. I mean, we literally qualify everybody. And I know you have similar qualifications of, of who it's for and who it's not for. And the way that I kind structure my business now is I give away a ton of stuff for free, as do you. Uh, You know, we have the I Love Marketing podcast where, you know, the numbers right now are about 10,000 new downloads every day. Uh, I do the 10X Talk podcast. I do with, you know, Dan Sullivan uh, for affluent entrepreneurs, and my whole thinking is I'm just going to give away some of the best, you know, marketing information, best business building information in, you know, all kinds of interesting interviews that I've done with, you know, like R- Russell Simmons, who you recently had at one of your events, uh, you know, my interview with Russell and Ariana Huffington and, you know, people, Tony Robbins and Branson and all that stuff for free. But people that really are high level people, um, you know, that's what Genius Network is for. And the same thing with, you know, y- your thing. I mean, if people don't ever join Mavericks, they can still learn a tremendous amount of, of stuff from you. Talk about that real briefly because I, for people that aren't, you know, I'm going to put this out to I Love Marketing and although I, I've interviewed you with Dean Jackson for I Love Marketing. A lot of people may, this may be their first introduction into Yannick Silver. So how do they get more Yannick, even if they're, you know, and we'll, we'll talk about our groups yeah. and where people can go so they can not only, if they want to, to join them or look at joining them, we'll, we'll give you that process, you know, towards the end of this, um, you know, this interview, but, uh, you know, how do people just find stuff out about you? That's just,
0: you, you, you sell that you put out there for free. Yeah. Right now it's, uh, mainly on my blog, which is just my personal name, Yannick Silver, Y-A-N-I-K silver.com, which, which I'll post periodically to And it's all lately been around this concept of evolved enterprise, uh, which is, leading and creating a business from your true self and your true heart that has impact all wrapped around it that creates this amazing community of customers that love what you're doing and engage in a different way and, and your team uh, engages in a higher level because they've got a bigger mission around what they're doing. so. That's kind of lately what I've been writing about. Uh, you know, my 34 Rules for Maverick Entrepreneurs has been a bestseller, and they, you know, people can download that uh, from MaverickMBA.com. So, yeah, I give away a decent amount of stuff. We haven't done the, the podcast route. I love what you're doing with the I Love Marketing podcast, and and of course the TEDx talks. It's just a really smart way of you know not only delivering great information, providing value, and you know the other thing that it does, Joe, and you know I know that you're. I think you know. You, you realize this is having media is a, is a very, very smart thing to have because then it gives you it gives you leverage when you know you and I both. Uh, enjoy connecting with with interesting business icons and celebrities when there's something that really draws us in. I think from an authentic place, not a oh you know it's fun to go hang out with with Richard Branson, but you know I'm I'm really intrigued by what he's done with his 300 companies and the way he lives his life and so forth and and providing providing media is you know one way. If somebody has a new book out, then it becomes really interesting for them to to come on and do an interview or whatever the case is, and it also starts building a relationship. And, and that's something that you you're really a great expert at.
1: Yeah, you know, like the interview we have with Branson, um, uh, you know that I organized and me uh, and then you and uh, Marie Folio or you know that, that interview was done right. on one of, our, one of our trips and that um, interview on YouTube has been viewed a uh, hundred and maybe 80, 90,000 times maybe 200,000 times uh, but the amount of downloads on the podcast uh, the the audio version of that is several hundred thousand so you know I mean collectively that, that interview has probably been listened to or viewed by you know half a million people and what's really cool about it is is, you know, that, uh, you you know, I interviewed, uh, you know, one of my 25 team members yesterday for I Love Marketing, um, where he's like, you own um, the media. You know, we live in a world today where you can own your own media. You know, back in the day, you could, you know, if you wanted to get a message or video out, you had to, you know, pay money to go on television or, you know, do radio. And, uh, you, you know, everyone has their own ability to have, create their own version of Oprah power. You know, a lot of people want to go on Oprah and Ted, not because they're enamored with Oprah or Ted, what they're enamored with is the fact that these are large platforms where there's a lot of viewers and they're seeing it as a place to get their message out. And what a lot of people haven't connected the dots on is you actually can create your own. You know, you can create your own following. You can create your own group. You can do it. And so even if you're doing all the media, even if you get a lot of, you know, quote unquote PR and you go to different channels, I mean, the one that you're going to really have the most control over is the one that you own the audience, you know, not going where someone else also owns the audience and stuff, so you know the, the thing is 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 doing um, you know doing a doing a combination of of both. You know what I'd like to do, Yannick, is talk about some of the things that are actually taught and delivered in the groups on how we structure, because I really have nothing to hide. I mean, I have no problem telling people what I do, how I do it, why people join the group, what they get in the groups, you know, how we structure it. And I would I mean, you can go first, I can go first, but I'd love to, you know, kind of get to the, you know, nitty gritty of what do we actually deliver in our groups? When someone comes to it, what do we do? You know, how do they work? I mean, I can speak for Maverick, um, you know, from my experience, all those, are, there's a Ton of stuff that I can't speak to is you know you do really wild adventure trips. You incorporate fun. You incorporate philanthropy. You incorporate helping and training. You incorporate giving people the opportunity to talk and brainstorm and discuss with other people and uh, share ideas and all that sort of stuff. But you know, how how, what do you actually what do you think are
0: like some of the top things that you do in Maverick that make it you know cool? Yeah, what's so interesting is uh, we've um, I've studied groups. And communities and tribes. And, and so originally with the Mastermind group, it was more of this group, but nobody would say, oh, you know, I'm part of. Yannick's mastermind and they'd want to have a tattoo of it or something on their arm uh, the most interesting thing that we've developed is a true identity that people really you know that they really really care about and we've had members you know ask if if they could tattoo maverick on themselves um, you know one guy wanted to put it on on his ass so I was like well let's let's get let's get it somewhere else first and then we'll then we'll figure it out but uh, but you know they love wearing the gear and and all the stuff and it's I think pretty deliberate with some of the things that we do in there so some of it is structural and some of it is, is just in the situations that we put them in like you said you know the, the really unique experiences like we go out of our way to create unique access and unique experiences that, that most of them couldn't do on their own uh, and definitely not with the kind of people that they're around so that Right away creates a higher level bond, and right. then there's there's rituals and things that we we do and think about, um, and then there's unique language that we've incorporated. Um, whether it's Maverick moments where we're talking about what happened, or, or it's uh, you know Maverick mayhem, or you know there's a lot of M's, and we'll talk about uh, you know Maverick Maverick Mondays. It's just like a lot of times our events will start on Tuesday, so a Maverick Monday is a random Monday night out that that turns into to something somewhat wild, or who knows what happens with it. So and, they're so hungover they can't enjoy the rest of the trip. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've got away from uh, from some of the heavy partying, but it, it's but yeah, I, mean, I think probably some some of the members might still. But but Maverick Monday could really be anything from like ending up in a uh, uh, I don't know, like a drag queen karaoke place or something like that. That's very cool. Yeah. How, how often do you do drag queen karaoke places? <laughs> That's my every every weekday. <laughs> 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 no, we. Uh, no, no but, know, but we let me do.
1: highlight that without it sounding too weird and creepy. Okay, uh, the, the the thing is, you actually strive uh, not in an embarrassing way, although I'm sure you probably enjoy embarrassing people. Um, in in a way, you want you want to pull people out of their normal day to day lives. You want to Absolutely. pull people out of their uh, you know um, their everyday experiences because that's how people have breakthroughs. And, and and you 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 said a very interesting word, which I you know is, was said in passing, but I want to touch on it. Is is bond. You know, I'm a big believer and a big fan of 12-step groups for people with addictions. And there's a lot of people that poo-poo, you know, 12-step groups. Like, oh, you know, they don't work. And I've gone to meetings and you know, blah, blah, blah. But you know, uh, 12-step groups are not attendance groups. They're step groups. So you go to a meeting, but you go to meetings to get experience, strength, and hope on how to do the steps for something built around a horrible, you know, um, you know, brain disease, which is is addiction that causes a you know tremendous amount of human suffering and tragedy. And what 12 steps groups really do for people that you know consistently engage uh, is they help people bond. And high-level entrepreneurs, the, a lot of them are very lonely. I mean, they're surrounded by people that don't understand the drive, the perseverance, the sacrifices they've had to make in order to build groups. I mean, these are typically, you know, the ethical entrepreneur is a deeply caring, you know, resourceful, driven, obsessed, and sometimes obsessed in a negative way because they're so badly want to do what it is they want to do that, it, that they can leave, leave live a very painful lonely existence if they do not connect with other people and so when you do crazy things with these entrepreneurs and take them on your adventure trips I mean it really pulls them out of their element it pulls them out of their box and it allows them to bond and you, you know as well as I do that you know bonding is the most incredible thing that you can do to you know build a relationship because you know as my friend Dean graziosi says people don't you know people will, will refund a transaction They don't refund relationships. And when you develop these deep relationships, when you're, you know, getting together and doing these things, that's where, you know, that's where it starts opening up some joy and some happiness for
0: people that in business get so wrapped up in it that they forget how to have fun. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, if we can create a little ROI on their fund, then, then all, all the better for them. And so just structurally, you know, the way we organize our meetings are typically that, you know, the Maverick Monday, which is more optional, something might happen and, and go on. But then that, let's say it's Tuesday, would be a, a work day, be a business day. And around our theme, we'll bring in different speakers and presenters. Um, there might be the members themselves sharing. We might do... Roundtable where where members will lead different roundtables and discussions themselves. Um, so you know a typical meeting might be 50, 60 people. So some of it is interactive. Like we don't do we don't do keynotes. We'll do much more informal Q and A's with people that come in, and and it's just more of like one big conversation. Um, sometimes it gets broken up into multiple conversations. Sometimes we'll do these eight minute. Big ideas is what we've been calling them. Where, uh, where where everyone posts up what they can share about, and then members will vote and who they want to hear from. And then the top, you know, five, ten people, whatever we have time for, will get to present something. Um, so you know, the business they can take on any of those any of those looks. And then the second day is typically an impact day, where uh, I mean, we've been experimenting with a couple different formats for this, but usually it's working with a nonprofit or cause partner in the morning. Uh, sometimes going to them like as a, as a field trip in LA. Just recently went to Homeboy Industries where they have these different entrepreneurial ventures where they've created jobs and job training for for ex convicts and ex offenders coming in. So we worked with worked with them, saw what they were doing, and then continued a relationship with them for the members that were engaged and wanted to, to help their their business um, units. And then we we'll also give a like we we provide a we have a Maverick Impact Fund where members automatically contribute contribute uh, $300 per month of their dues into this into this fund that gets dispersed. And then the second half of the day, we normally will work with startups. We'll typically bring in startups and, and mentor them, talk to them. And then they're also competing for a bit of seed capital and, and some mentor relationships. And then the third day is usually some sort of unique experience or something that really gets people out of their comfort zone. But all along, we're really creating a whole entire experience for them. But the third day is really that. You know, sometimes over-the-top experience. Right, right. No, that's pretty awesome. And, you know, and I,
1: I, I want to mention, too, like in 2006, I had dinner with Richard Branson. And a friend called me up. He's like, uh, you know, do you want to meet Richard Branson? And I'm like, what's the catch? He's like, well, there's uh, a friend named Mike Faith, uh, who you're friends with, Yannick, yep. who uh, is uh, doing this dinner. And uh, it's a minimum $5,000 donation to Richard's, you know, Foundation Virgin Unite. And uh, so I said, I didn't even take me 30 seconds. I said, I'll make a $15,000 donation because, you know, of course, I want to meet Richard and, you know, I had an idea of who he was, but i never met him before and so, of course, he's done a fantastic job of of creating a PR campaign that positions him as one of the most likable entrepreneurs in the world and so I went to this dinner and everyone's, like, asking him serious questions about, you know, the environment and global warming and all kinds of stuff like that and I'm sitting there thinking, well, you know, this is a guy that signed, you know, Boy George and the Sex Pistol and Sex Pistols and jumps out of balloons and he's kind of crazy So I'm asking him questions like what it was like to hang out with Johnny Rotten and all kinds of really not serious questions. So I somehow developed some kind of dinner rapport with Richard. And then I shared with him the idea I'd given Bill Phillips on how to, donate money to a children's charity and Make-A-Wish Foundation, and it ended up making Bill Phillips, when he implemented the idea, the largest individual contributor in the history of the world for Make-A-Wish. And I shared this idea with Richard and said, you know, it's education-based marketing, and many people don't know all the different things that Virgin Unite does, and I really gravitated towards the Branson School for Entrepreneurship, which is teaching, you know, young people all over the world in different, you know, impoverished countries in some cases how to build and grow a business because my whole thing, your whole thing is, you know, building and growing companies and entrepreneurs. I mean, that's who, you know, we both want to be a hero to. And so he, and he's like, can you put that in writing and email it to me? And I'm like, yeah, give me your email. So, I, you know, I think I was the only one there that he gave an email to that I can not know, but not 100% sure and it really doesn't matter anyway. But I followed up with him via email and I have this whole premise that don't ask anyone to do anything for you if you can't create value for them first. Now, certainly I'd already mentioned Made a contribution to his foundation, but I said, you know, why don't you set up an interview with me and the lady that runs Virgin Unite, Gene Olwang, and I'll interview her so we can create an educational thing on, on, uh, you know, on Virgin Unite, and, she, and I'll help share the message with my audience. So I did, and it really created this, you know, really great interview, and sent that out. And then I was like, okay, how can I really parlay this relationship and get a deeper understanding of Richard? So I ended up, um, you know, seeing if I could have him speak and he, he, he blocked off the dates but he wasn't 100% sure that he could speak live and so I literally made a $200,000 donation out of pocket, first time I ever paid a speaker uh, and that's a lot of money and he didn't even show up live it was via satellite for my live boot camp in 2007 and I had you know a bunch of high level people there from Ned Hollowell and Bill Phillips and you know people speaking at my event um, but he came in beamed through satellite and so I interviewed him live and people can see that interview, I think it's at com forward slash uh, Richard Branson on, I mean, we still put that original speech that I paid, you know, yeah, and also at the time, you can do this stuff via Skype now, Yannick, I mean, you know this but I, it cost me uh, $35,000 to uh, fly a video crew um, to Necker um, in order to do a live stream, in order to do this. It. it was insane, so that by the time this thing was all said and done, I had a quarter million dollars that I put into it, and And at that point, I said, you know, what if we can do trips to Necker Island? And people could rent the island, but they usually didn't include Richard. And so I did the first trip to Necker, and we charged $75,000 the first year that we did that per person. We had a handful of people to come on that trip, and you came on that trip. And it, it worked really well that starting the next year, you know, me and you partnered, and we started doing the trips together. And, you know, I ended up becoming the single largest individual contributor, um, you know, for, for Virgin Unite, uh, but I wouldn't have done that without all of the different people, including you being uh, one of the biggest ones. So we collaborated on that, we started doing trips to, to Necker, um, and, you know, we've been doing that now. Last The, the last trip we did was the sixth, uh, you know, week-long trip that we, um, you know, uh, did to, to, to go on the island and it's uh, not only brought a tremendous amount of people together but it's raised uh, not only a lot of money you know several million dollars for Virgin unite which has gone you know as much as I can I always try to put it into stuff for entrepreneurship and uh, fistula and teenage homelessness you know we you know I do have some say as do you and where like the money that we raise actually goes to um, but you know that's that's been pretty crazy uh, and you know we've we've sold out all of those trips that we've been doing, uh, doing for years there, but that's just part of you know where this sort of stuff could lead to. It's not just go you know. And I was the first one that I'm aware of that ever negotiated the trips there. They had to include Richard, so you know people don't just go on the island. But he would literally have lunch and dinner and hang out and you know spend hours and hours with uh, everyone you know throughout the entire week. And that's that's pretty much just one of the, the things. But that those are byproducts of coming up with a goal and pursuing something and building something around uh, what it is uh, that you do. Do you want to say anything to that? Because I'll say a couple of things about how I actually do a genius network because I haven't talked about some of the elements. But then yeah, we'll let's hear up. how you structured. Yeah, so, uh, w- you know, one of the things I learned is that people that are very successful entrepreneurs, they love ideas, but they simultaneously can sometimes hate ideas because there's so many of them they can't execute on them. And so what I learned is that you know from Gary Halbert, who I learned marketing from, he had this great line where he said, one elegant idea is worth more than a thousand semi-good ideas. So when people come to Genius Network, we really focus on elegant ideas. Most of these people by themselves with a napkin can come up with better ideas than they're going to get at many marketing seminars or many business seminars or many groups. So they really need elegant ideas and elegant solutions. So I have a a whole premise where if someone joins 25K, if they don't make at least a quarter million dollars, I always think in 10 times multiples, if they don't make at least, uh, you know, uh, 10 times return, uh, $250,000 when joining the group, I don't want them to renew for the next year. And I want their money. But I also want them to get a result, a 10 times multiplier, because I don't want people to, just to sign up and, no, they're you know, they're, they're people with money that are going to be seminar junkies. I mean, I want people that are looking for a group that they can develop a long-term, ongoing relationship that they not only put a lot of value into, but they actually get a huge return from. So uh, I have a sheet called $250,000 Ideas and we actually record it. I also have people give 10-minute talks and so they have a whole process. They have to fill it out. They go through the whole thing and we have people in the group that deliver 10-minute talks and in 10 minutes they share a best practice strategy or idea that's been worth at least a minimum of a quarter million dollars or more to them and they have 10 minutes to deliver it in so that each minute is worth two hundred or twenty five thousand dollars seems to be a good return for a 25k investment if you can actually hear a 10 minute talk that's worth you know a quarter million bucks and so the annual events are all kinds of people giving 10 minute talks sharing uh you know best practices and best ideas and uh then we have three person hot seats so we do a lot of thinking i've structured i've structured 25k genius network so that it doesn't seem like you're having to take you know three meetings a year and put it on your schedule be, and, and have to fit that in between a lot of work or that you have to you know, hop on a plane and fly somewhere. I realize the time commitment for very successful busy entrepreneurs is it's, it's not even the money. I mean the 25K is just the ante to get into the group. The real thing is the time commitment and you have to set it up so that it's not just them going there and getting ideas but they have to go into the meetings and feel like I am doing work and implementing things and pursuing the, the realization of my like goals and objections eliminating problems eliminating challenges reaching my opportunities I am doing work that I typically don't know how to get done or couldn't get done as effectively if I didn't do this sort of group so I structure it that way uh, I haven't figured out the best way to market this this what I'm about to say I'd love to hear your insight you know uh, privately if you have any sort of you know great marketing copy for this but what I really want to do is not just help people build and grow a business I actually want entrepreneurs to reduce suffering. I mean, we talk about addictions. We talk about, you know, depression. We talk about relationship problems, uh, hiring and firing, reputation management, you know, CEO level stuff, management, things that keeps these people up, you know, in in the middle of the night, pulling their hair out of their heads because I want to remove angst. Life problems is from health and related things. So we don't just introduce business stuff. I mean, we talk about a whole gamut of things that high level entrepreneurs experience and we, and we develop these, you know, deep relationships. And I want people walking out of there with a smile on their face. I want them to not sacrifice the the incredible drive that they have that has allowed them to become the successes that they are. I don't want it to become, you know, uh, a detriment to to their success. And so that's uh, th- those
0: are some of the elements uh, that we do. I love it. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and you know, having having some structure, but also enough, you know, looseness that that everyone can walk away feeling like they've gotten they've gotten something out of it. Um, you know, I love the 10x kind of rule. Uh, that's that's something that, that's been in my journal for for pretty much since I can remember. Which is, you know, I get rich by enriching others 10x to 100x what they what they pay me in return. And I think it's a great um, it's a great benchmark to try and shoot for because anytime we can deliver that multiple in value, then we're, we're doing something right. Do um, yeah, you want to talk about what's, uh, I think we should probably wrap up, but I think it might be useful to talk about maybe some easy ways that people can set up their own groups, um, because you know you were doing this kind of informally beforehand. I've done other types of groups where it's been a little bit more informal, and you know I've had a lot of experience with virtual ones. I've done where I've been paying for groups. I've done obviously a lot with my own groups. I mean, I think you know those groups are, are, are really they're powerful because a they bring in so many different perspectives. It brings in additional resources for you. Um, you had talked originally about. Uh, about confidence and I think capability I talk about our, our three C's are our maverick matrix matrix which are uh, new connections capabilities and then also uh, channels so you know their distribution channels or, or where they're influencers and that's one of the things that we look for when when we're trying to bring members in is what kind of what's their footprint and in, in what industry yeah well, Go ahead. I'm oh, sorry, sorry. Uh,
1: n- n- one thing you just made me think of is that if you're, someone's going to start a group, it's almost something that me and you could tell people as it will relate to selling what it is they sell. Write the sales letter first. Sit down and construct what does the ultimate group or coaching or whatever it is you're thinking, considering about delivery, what is it going to provide people with? What is the value proposition? What is the offer that you're going to make? And write that up because in the process of doing that, not only are you are going to create some of the stuff that's going to be needed to communicate it and market it and position it but it's also going to allow you the opportunity to think it through and put it down on paper so you can really you know I always tell people start with the sales letter even my 10 minute talks you know we say you're, you're, 10 minutes, you're, you're a 10 minute talk away from transforming your your future and, and one thing I also want to point out is and, and I think me and you are very similar in this is um, you know we like to give I mean you know not stupidly not ignorantly not to you know, we don't like to throw pearls before swine, and I don't enjoy suffering fools. I mean, I'm not talking about that sort of stuff. I, You know, I, I'd like to do as much as I can to be helpful and useful to people. But I like people that are contributors. I don't want anyone in my group that's not willing to participate. I don't want people that are just going to, you know, pay a fee so they can come in and learn, get all the relationships, try to, you know, have your agenda where you want to pitch your stuff, but I never want to participate. I mean, that's why we take people through an application process, because there's a lot of people that just, they want a handout. They don't, they don't want to pay. Secondly, charging people money—and this may sound like a setup for a pitch for why you should give me and Yannick money—the uh, fact is, you know, if people don't pay, they don't pay attention. And you know, people that really want um, advice, want connections, want relationships, want experiences from other people, and they're not willing to pay for that—it's like, uh, you know, what planet are you living on? I mean, you know, who entitled you to that? You don't get anything in the world as the entrepreneur if you, you know, if you're ethical without creating value first. And you don't walk around with a, an entitlement attitude. I mean, they, the, the, the two don't exist very well with a value creation proposition. So that being said, you know, the way to set it up is listen to what your audience wants. You know, who do you want to be a hero to? You know, some Dan Sullivan always talks about. What are you extremely passionate about? What is some? What is a problem that you can solve? What is the result that you can create that if you assembled it and delivered it in such a way, people will, you know, invest money for it. They will pay to have that happen. And how can you actually facilitate it? I think that's just a really great place to come from, uh, Philosophically, and uh, you know, be, be a giver. And if, you, if you're not clear, you know, read the book by Adam Grant. Uh, you know, give and take. I mean, I'm going to interview Adam, you know, soon for my podcast. Um, but you know, I mean, there's three types of people he talks about in the world. There's uh, givers, uh, takers, and matchers. And what's funny is that he finds out in the very beginning is that givers get taken the most advantage of. They sometimes make the least amount of money. Uh, they spend the most time trying to help people. But then when he did the research deeper. You know, he found that, oh, the people that actually do the best in life and make the most money are still the givers. There's just a spectrum. So the whole, uh, the, you know, like one of the main things that I focus on in Genius Network is that in order to have a genius network, which is not just a marketing term, it's, it's to have a network of people with true capabilities, true wisdom, uh, you know, true skills. You have to be a genius network, and you have to be a genius networker in order to develop a genius network. You have to do genius networking. It's actually a behavior. And so one of the things that I do in Genius Network is we have a Genius Network process. We even have a Genius Network app. And people look at who are their top relationships and what what skills or capabilities do these relationships have. And, the, and then you think about what can you do for them before you write down what can they do for you. And I really get people thinking of who are the most important people in your life. You know, What are you doing for them? What do they really want? What's important for them? And how can you help them and I've always start everything from how can I help someone and I don't you know if, if I don't get a return for it who cares I mean you know you put goodwill out into the world I mean it's karma you know I mean you put enough karma out into the world you're gonna fill up your your you know your spiritual your financial your mental you know bank account with you know psychological capital relationship capital spiritual capital you know and, and that's that goes way beyond money and so i think you know when you when you tie that sort of stuff in so to answer your question about when you start your own group define it name it describe who it's for what are they going to get out of it and more than anything start you know just freaking go out and talk to people and and interact with them and you know anything worth doing is worth doing poorly now you shouldn't do it poorly on purpose meaning you're going to have to start somewhere and so the whole fear I love the whole line. It's a cliche, but, you know, what would you be willing, you know, what would you attempt to do? What would you be willing to do if you knew you could not fail? And really take that question seriously and say, what would I attempt to do? What would I really attempt to do? And start writing it, putting it out there, start communicating it, and and do it. And, and lo and behold, if you're willing, if you, have the, if you develop that marketing muscle, if you develop that stamina, you, you might show up one day with a business that's bringing you in millions of dollars, while you're simultaneously contributing like crazy to other people. I mean, the you know when when I have a my group is for industry transformers. I mean, I focus it on the very best people, and when I can help transform an already existing transformer, man, that's a hell of a lot more than I could ever do on my own. So. I don't ever kid myself for a minute that I'm the smartest guy in the room. I mean, if you think if you're the smartest guy in the room, you're in the wrong room. And so I want to be in a room where everyone's getting smarter. So that's just the the way that I think about it. And there's two ways to also develop a group. You can do with the guru model where you're the smartest guy, you know, everyone, you lord your power over them. You pontificate all of your ideas all day long and you just deliver skills. And and I'm not saying that's bad. I mean, I'm probably saying that in a way where it sounds kind of insulting. Um, I don't mean to. It's just, I just don't think that's, you know, the, the, that doesn't fit my model. You know, my model is bring a whole bunch of smart people together. There's people in my Genius Network that make more money than me, that are more skilled than me in all kinds of different areas, but they don't have the skill set or the time or the ability or interest of facilitating it, whereas I'm willing to facilitate that. And same with you. There's a lot of people that love all the adventures that you do at Maverick, but, you know, they're not going to go organize that trip. They don't know how to do it. They don't have the relationships that you do. They They don't have the drive to go do that stuff. So you kind of show up and you solve all of that for them, and all they need to do is cut a check and participate. I mean, that's a pretty damn good deal. So... Those those are my things. So that being said, why don't we uh, why don't we give people our websites and any direction on where to go so they can see? And and I will tell people this, you know, like if if adventures and contribution and doing awesome stuff with you know people, I I tell people all the time, you know, there's not you know if you if you want to join both groups, join my group and join Yannick's group. I mean, you know, is there a time commitment? Yeah, but what the hell else are you doing with your time? I mean, you're going to build and grow your business anyway you're going to brainstorm and learn ideas you're going to go out and network and develop relationships with people you're going to work with I mean you know cut a check and go do those things and you can have the best of both worlds but if one resonates more than the other i mean just look at both of them and see you know see whatever resonates the most with you and whatever you think will be the you know the best value do it and uh and even if you don't join mine or yannick's group i would highly encourage you to to be in a group that resonates with you the most because you know i wouldn't be in strategic coach for 17 years if i didn't get a ton of value out of it so anyway that's my that's my spiel
0: Yeah, agreed. Um, Good. So, if people want to check out what you're doing with the 25K, what's what's the best website for that, Joe? Uh,
1: 25KGroup.com is the main site, but GeniusNetwork.com also goes there. I should probably just tell people GeniusNetwork.com. And you know, I own this office building in Arizona here, and there happens to be landscapers blowing like. Uh, I th- we had a big dust thing here in uh, Arizona a couple days ago. And so if you hear this vibrating in the background, I apologize, but it's super annoying to me. I can barely hear myself talk right now. But um, GeniusNetwork.com, and then the annual event that I do is GeniusNetworkEvents.com. Uh, uh, but it's all Genius Network, and that's that's how you find out. And There's an application process, and if you fill it out and you're right fit, we will uh, contact you and have a personal discussion discussion. discussion before we ever take a check from you because there's some people like they can cut me a check but i i've actually sent money
0: back because someone has to has to be a right fit yeah, I, I mean, that, that's such a big deal. And, uh, you know, we have actually a person on our team that we call them our Maverick DNA decoder, and that's their only role, and they actually can't even take a credit card. Their only role is to, to interview uh, prospective members and see if they're a fit, and conversely, if, if you know, what we're doing is a fit for them. Yeah. Not always, yeah, Not always the right fit. Uh, so, you know, people that are kind of interested in what we're doing, it's at maverick1000.com because the idea has been to create 1000 these 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 game changing entrepreneurs that really want to want to change the world in some way by, by coming together and and we have about about twenty percent international right now about um, about two hundred some members maybe about a hundred about hundred fifty active so in that same general range as as what you're doing with twenty five k yeah. Totally,
1: and and I would tell people that the, you know Yannick is organizing trips that I can assure you you've probably would never think of ever doing. I mean, the stuff that you come up with is is pretty wild and pretty crazy. And so uh, take take a look at it. And, and also, if you want to hear more about you know Yannick's um, knowledge and stuff, we've interviewed him as a guest on I Love The uh, interview with Richard Branson and me and Yannick are I Love So we have stuff there. But uh, you know what I would say is I hope that uh, people that are you know, in groups, thinking about starting groups, looking for a group. I hope this answered a lot of the questions that me and Yannick get all the time. That's one of the reasons that we wanted to do it, because me and him get uh, constantly ask questions about each other's groups about how we do it how we market it and I hope this uh, answered a lot of the questions for people that are out there and um, um, if you have any famous last words
0: on it go for it I just want to wish everyone great success and and uh, and uh, no, I think Jack, that there's so much power yeah there's so much power in groups if, even if you're organizing or being part of them I mean I know that's something that I will continue doing I think for for the rest of my life uh, you know and and it's it's just such a really amazing amazing, powerful thing when, when like-minded people come together. It's yeah. just incredible. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank
1: so you, Yannick. So I appreciate it. And thanks everyone. And uh, hope to see you at one of our future groups. Take care. Sure.